0: Sports stories from the 419 in Northwest Ohio, brought to you by A Voice You Know. It's time to go around the area and around the Hearn.
1: Hello there, and welcome to the uh, final Around the Hearn of March. I can't believe April is just a couple of days away. and It's not a joke. That doesn't happen until Friday. But a lot of things to get to. I When I was putting the show together, to be completely honest with you, I didn't think there was going to be a lot just because it's in that odd week between the end of the spring or the end of the winter season and the beginning of the spring season. But as I continued to sort of do stuff for the show, uh, it just kept coming and coming and coming. There's there's a lot to get to. I'd finish off of the all-Ohio list for a basketball and a look at the early season of uh, lacrosse, baseball, softball. In the local area, a lot uh, to talk about, including a, a couple of top-flight baseball coaches in Eric Fishpaw, from Lincoln View and Brian Harlebert from Coldwater. Different starts for those two gentlemen. They were supposed to uh, kick off the season last weekend, and you'll hear them talk about that because, just being completely transparent, I recorded those last week. Uh, Lincoln View uh, lost last night to uh, Pauling. They will get back on the horse, take it on Van Wert at Van Wert. That's not ever an easy thing to do, but you'll hear uh, Fish talk about that throughout the course of his interview. And uh, Coldwater head coach Brian Harlebert, for the uh, seven time state champs and the new Hall of Famer. That's uh big congratulations to him, and he talks about that as well. His team walked off Fort Loramie last night in uh, the eighth inning, four to three. Keegan Brueggemann with a uh, single that scored Reese Dellinger, and that was a ball game. And that uh, was always going to be a big thing. They've got a handful of big games. I know both of those uh, schools, the next couple of nights around 7 o'clock, on WOSN have their uh, games uh, on the TV. Sticking with the world of baseball, Seth Lonsway, the Ohio State pitcher and a Solana graduate got a, a four-strikeout performance on Friday night in his high-A game in the uh, San Francisco Giants organization. And his Solana baseball team off to a 2-0 start. The opener the other night, they had Quinn Andrew throw a five-inning no-hitter. His uh, team ended up giving up a, a hit, but still a one-hitter and a, a big win. Uh, congratulations to the Bulldogs. Off to a big start, and you can always count on The fact that if Mother Nature is a jerk, it happened Saturday and it happened last night, that uh, any kind of weather is not going to stop the Bulldogs if they're at home. They've got that beautiful turf there at Montgomery Field and they're able to get games in when other people maybe are not. Olivia Heckler from Crestview, here's a great way to open your season. 12 strikeouts, two of her teammates, Riley and Zoe Miller, each hit a home run, an 11-0-1 win over LCC, Elida Baseball, who I'm excited to see on Saturday when they take on Kaleida. That's Elida with an E and Kaleida with a K, as the uh, saying goes. Got a 3-2 walk-off win on a gutter coon single to beat Columbus Grove to open up the year. It must be something in the air early on because LCC walked off St. Mary's. Reed Donahue with a walk-off walk in a 3-2 win. Coldwater, they didn't need a walk-off. 2-1 win over 4 recovery. Madison Wendell with just three hits and 15 strikeouts in that game and uh, she's gonna have a big year. So just goodbye, Coldwater Records. Whatever she hasn't broken already. Lyman Senior Girls in Lacrosse beat Toledo Central Catholic nine seven. Lakin Wheeler though is the story. Shout outs to her. Eight goals in a program record in that ball game. And uh, college baseball news. Jacob Wenning named the OAC hitter of the week after hitting five fifty six for ONU. Four doubles drove in four Tim Knapshaver from Marion Local, named the OAC Pitcher of the Week after he tossed six shutout innings with five uh, Ks in Northern's win over number one Marietta. That's pretty cool. Ayersville grad Noah Fisher, the uh, GMAC Runner of the Week, he broke the conference's 10,000-meter record at the uh, Raleigh Relays, 29.1964. I don't know what that means, but I'm told it's pretty fast. I uh, had the uh, All-Star Games a couple of nights ago. As well, uh, Mason Brandt does what Mason Brandt does at 40-some points and 14 dunks in that ball game. Everybody just kind of got out of his way. It's probably a smart thing to do. We'll talk about him coming up here in just a second when we get to the boys all Ohio mentions. But we start with the young ladies. In Division Two. Kendall Derringer from St. Mary's gets a uh, special mention nod. Riley Miller from Coldwater with a uh, D3 special mention selection as well. First team honors in Division 4 to Fort Laorme's Ava Schultes. Sammy Holscher, the Co-Mac Player of the Year, goes third team along with the young lady she split that award with in New Knoxville's Ellie Gable. Honorable mention to Avery Henshin of New Knoxville, Kaylee Friend of New Bremen, Carmen Hooker from uh, Botkins, and uh, Gabby Stober from Parkway. Boys honors, just a handful in D1. Finley and Lima senior. Max Roth from Finley's second team. His teammate, Jake Bishop, went honorable mention. Khalil Luster from Lima Senior goes second team, and Brent Moss is honorable mention. Division II, Austin Parks from St. Mary's is second team. Brady Wheeler from Shawnee went third. Aiden Pratt from Van Wert is an honorable mention pick. D3, the uh, state finals participant in Colin White, first team from Ottawa Glendorf. McCain Finkenbein from Anna, second. Connor Stonebreaker from Versailles went third team. Special mention selections for uh, Alan East's Garrett Newland and Wayne Trace's Brooke Lockoff. Kyler Kinn from Bluffton was honorable mention, but perhaps the biggest award of the group. Coach of the Year for Bluffton's Todd Boblet. Big congratulations to him. Division Four, where uh, Northwest Ohio typically shines, and this is no exception. Jacob Plyman from Botkins, who decided to play with Ashland, is the uh, first team, along with Jagger Landers from Antwerp, a uh, future Finley Oiler, who will have his future college teammate, Mason Brandt, on the All Ohio list, second team for Mace, Kale Ramel from Fort Recovery. Third team, Will Miller from Audubell. Special mention: Nevin Robson from uh, Harden Northern got special mention. Bubby Knight from, as they refer to uh, the uh, state listing, is Cridersville Perry. It's not it. It's just not it. Special mention: Jacob Trevino from Ayersville. Special mention: Jack Kanapke, the six-foot-eight sophomore wrecker. He will be. Got special mention, and uh, Josh Henline from my alma mater in Spencerville and special mention as well. I would be remiss if I did not end this segment in uh, the way that only uh, I could think of. Uh, yesterday, Lipsick head coach Chris Kuhlman announced his resignation. Team went 14-9, and won the uh, PCL this year, first time they were able to do it under the 39-year-old, 74-65. and uh, he had a hard time with it at first. Uh, we've talked about it. He was one of my best friends in the world, and I consider him one of the best people that I know. He said, uh, I suppose for some people, leaving a job isn't difficult. I wish that was my experience. I've been at Lipsick for 15 years. And it hasn't been a job. It's been my family's life. While coaching at Lipsick, he said, I've gotten married, I had three kids, won a lot of games, lost a lot of games, developed a love for a community that I do not even live in. He's an Ottawa guy. Lipstick has given me the opportunity to live my lifelong dream, but it's time to fulfill another dream of being a great husband and a great dad, which he already is, by the way. Talks about his wife, Michelle, and his kids, Kellen, Kinsey, and Cameron, having to deal with up and downs of the uh, coach's family and never realized the gratitude that he uh, has for them. Uh, He's one of my favorite people, one of the the first uh, assistant coaches at the time under Scott Mag that I would say I befriended kind of along the way and I am a better person for knowing Chris Kuhlman and the, uh, the way that I do, uh, not to, to get a whole mushy thing. Cause he and I already had a, a handful of text conversations, but, uh, Chris Kuhlman's one of the best people that just happen to be coaches. Uh, if you want to read his entire, um, his entire thought process, you can do it. It's, um, uh, michaelhearn.com. It's a cheap plug, but it's the only way I know how, uh, See what happens with the uh, coaching carousel, and if he's the first of many, I, it might just be true. Speaking of coaches, we've got two good ones coming up. Eric Fishpaw, the head coach at Lincolnview, coming off of a state runner-up a year ago, and the uh, boss man, the Hall of Famer, and Brian Harlemert, the head coach at Coldwater. All of that is when to come back here on Around the Hearn.
0: It's truck season at Lee Kinsel GM Sales and Service. I'm with Billy Knoll. Who's driving? What are we in, Billy? We are in a 2020 Chevrolet Silverado Trail Boss LT, 4x4. I don't think I've been in a more comfortable truck. So what makes this Trail Boss stand above the rest? So we have a nice heated leather seat. It has a 6.2 liter V8. It gets you 420 horsepower, 460 foot pound of torque. It's just a really, really nice truck for pulling. Your trailer, your boat, whatever it might be. And the cabin, as you mentioned, is just very comfortable. Very roomy inside. The bed itself is a Durabed, so that means it's got extra metal. Even though we've gone to aluminum on some of the outside panels, the inside of the bed is a Durabed, very durable. We're out in the country. Punch it. I want to hear what this thing sounds like and feels like. Get the truck of your dreams or any vehicle at Lee Kinsel GM Sales and Service, 650 West Irvin Road. Call 866 lee or online at leekinsel.com.
1: Welcome back now as we switch gears from a basketball season to a baseball season. And pretty soon, we're going to be kicking off the uh, start of the season. That'll be actually this weekend, talking to uh, Coldwater head coach Brian Harlemertz, who I've seen and talked to quite a few times during basketball season because he he gets around and he's a man of the world. But you've got to be over the moon right now that we're just days away from the start of baseball season.
2: Yes, you're right, Michael. Um, been a pretty uh, pretty good uh season for us traveling around watching sports my daughter and son playing but uh now that we get into spring baseball season underway very shortly this week um so we're excited for a season again
1: different ending to last season obviously didn't go the way that you wanted At 21 and 8 you guys go seven and two in the mac uh, i mean you have had a decent career you went above the 500 wins mark last year congratulations by the way because that's that's not a thing that just happens
2: I think like um, it was a good year last year record wise. and we didn't want to be to end but we wanted to end last year in tournament. but you know for me, uh, about year 26 and I have 500 wins in our program is it, it very successful and i am just take one portion to have great staff members and athletes who play baseball, you know do a good, good job for us here in Coldwater.
1: I think we're far enough removed away from last May that I can tell the story now. But people who don't know, uh, you guys lose in the district semis to Minster 5-4 to in a heartbreaking game. I was with you the last handful of games during uh, your tournament run and during your regular season and also with Minster. And the thing that I loved was if it was you or if it was Mike Wiss, I would get texts from one or the other of, hey, how'd they do tonight? Is there anything you can tell me about how they're going to play or who'd they start? Yeah. It just it makes me laugh to see that you guys are still so with uh, so competitive with one another. Of we know it's coming. What's any leg up we can get?
2: Yeah, so that you know, sometimes they're, they're, they're two good friends. there are competing uh, on the field and off the field uh, for for our own, our own school and program. But you know, we're we're for friends first, and, and we root for each other. And, and if we can find a uh, uh, an inch here, a leg up on on your opponent slash friend. You got to take it once in a while. And, and it came down to, you know, both of us had pretty good seasons and, and a, a very, very exciting game that day in ELIDA. And they made a few more plays and we didn't. And, and you tipped your hat to Mike and his, and his team and they went on and played one more game and got knocked out next year as well at as well as Eastwood. So it's always a competitive season and competitive tournament run. So I see the same this year as well. There's a lot of very good teams in our district and regional. So, and, of course, our mask going to be a, a battle to go through too, too. So it's very easy.
1: Well, and it was kind of funny because just about three weeks before that, you played Mike's Minster team at your place, and there are a lot of parallels between the two games. But what kind of made me laugh was the talk of, you know, who's going to start, and then maybe there's a little bit of maybe we make it somebody else so they don't get an advantage and get who they thought it was going to be.
2: Mm-hmm. Happens sometimes, but I, I know that was we were in the, in the line for a Mac title yet, and uh, they were out of Mac running, and so I think it was who were they going to throw. And, and, and I know Mike threw off big time in that game, uh, a little bit early in the game, and, and he threw the older Nixon, and, and he took did a very good job against him, Ellison check, and then he brought in the younger one, Johnny, and closed the door on us, so you know, it was always competitive, and then in the tournament game we were guessing, they go with the lefty Schmidt last year or, or go with uh, Johnny, and then we got Johnny, and Johnny threw pretty well. And of course, a battle for both teams, and then we threw our, our, our ace both times at Reese Ellinger. It kept in the game. It's a matter of, of making plays down the stretch. We made a couple plays, and they did. So that's baseball when sometimes you can prepare for it and you don't get the results you want. But it's always fun to play play a friend, a competitor, and Mike, and Minster, and, of course, every game play is worth a challenge and battle. Well, of course, you get
1: another one of those guys. Your second game this year, you get Fort Loramie come to your house on a Tuesday night. I know that uh, you guys are really close. And, I mean, does that make it more fun for you? Because you've been around, you've seen everything, and I know, not to take anything away, but you prepare for every game, but kind of one of those little extra things of, okay. This, you know, this is still fun this far in.
2: Yeah, it still is. I mean, you're right. Jeff Sanders, you know, the coach now at, at Fort Lauderdale last several years, they've had a great run with Jeff at the helm, you know, last year getting the Final Four again. And, you know, their UG, uh classmate, UUG teammate back in our days playing. And it, it does, you know, add a little extra to the game when you play people you get along with and really good friends. And, and of course, you want to beat them. And I think that's just. You know, it's just a little bragging, right? You see them in the summer and throughout the year, and and you know you got you got them, they got you, kind of the bummer. So, you know, you know, with Minster and New Braemar and Coldwater, always in that in that competitive spirit, going at each other.
1: You're never afraid of what your regular season record is going to look like. One, because you know you guys are going to be as prepared as possible, but to take on, you kind of have a playoff run. During your season, outside of even just how good the MAC is, but with Fort Loramie and Shawnee has been good, and LCC Salina, of course, you guys play them every year. And you just look up and down your roster. How do you get to the point where you even have a free night to do something like where this year you go to Defiance to play in the PBR Classic and play Franklin?
2: Yeah, <laughs> you know you're right. You know we open up with Ben Logan, who was number one in the state last year in D three. Got knocked out in the regionals. They lost a a lot, but they're still, you know, very good program. You go the following Saturday to Troy, Division Two team who's who's loaded again this year, and and even have one of my nephews playing there, so kind of a little connection there with uh, Jordan Owen Harlemer. Sorry, playing at at Troy, and then it doesn't get better. You you could play Vandalia, who last year was number one in D One the regular season and they lost some, but there's still a, a, a very good program and a, and a co water grad and, and teammate of mine back in the day, Trent Deuce, runs that program. So you go to Brian and we play, you know, there, there, there's never an off night. We play at Collider this year off their new facility and turf, holy, holy name field, so that's kind of easy to play there, but, you know, you just have to you know, keep, the kids have to understand that every day is a work day and, and we have a chance before a game or after a game or uh, on a Wednesday normally, an off night per game is you have to work hard and practice. You have to be prepared to play it. And I think that the idea is competition and competing. So if the guys believe in competition in themselves, you have a good chance to win baseball games.
1: I like to look way down the line. Uh, your last four games before you go into the tournament, as it stands right now, the number one team in Division IV in Lincoln View comes to your house. Then you go to Eaton the next day and you finish at Wapak at Van Wert. Right. Thanks a lot, yeah. schedule makers.
2: Yeah, well, that's what we like, I guess. You know, makes us competitive and and prepares us for a tournament run. And and year in year out, you're going to play good teams, you know, in our schedule. So nothing different this year. So you got to be prepared to play Go play, play baseball games.
1: Uh, kind of on the flip side of that, have you looked at it, or I guess has anyone pointed out to you maybe over the years about? People know about cold water baseball and uh, outside of the MAC with the way your schedule goes and then into when you get to the districts or the regionals with teams that you're maybe not familiar with, of you have an extra bullseye just because of what you've accomplished because you're cold water?
2: I would say the bullseye is there. Yes, people know about us. And, and actually, you made a point about uh, with uh, Lincoln View and Eric Fishball, I sent him a text just, just yesterday and when he saw the poll came out. I say congratulations on number one. I know it's, uh, it's nice to have that, but I say welcome to the, the world of the, the bullseye on your back. And, you know, he's, he's to a point now. He's been there for several years at, at Lincoln. He did a great job at the program. And when you play good teams, every day in, day out, game in, game out, people want to beat you, and you get their best. And everyone's going to try to get get their best to Lincoln this year because they want to knock them off. And we always have the same problem against us. People want knock us off. They want to put their best team out there and get us. So it's also a challenge for us. But I think our our player, our program, uh, thrive on that competitiveness and that idea we're going to play the best we can play and you're our our best win games.
1: I'm pretty sad that I missed it. Um, I was reading some about the program, and I just missed the duck races a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. That makes me sad that I did not know about that to get over there in time.
2: Well, another good, great job. Our gut grace committee and raising some money for our facilities and our field. So, you know, they do a good job. This year's crowd was extraordinary. Uh, nice big crowd. A lot of people donated different items and, and just being sponsors. So it, it, I don't know how many years it's been now with that uh, idea of, of watching ducks actually race on a Last track up on the stage and people, you know, bet the odds and then try to win some money. So, it's neat. It's a au- nice auction. I have as well. I know um, the Joe Burrow helmet that went huge. A very, very you know, nice replica of the helmet. Signed. It uh, was a great you know uh, bid and, and pick for our guys to raise the money there. So just appreciative of, of the community people came out to support it, and of course the, the guys that run that that every year and raise money for facilities. It's a great job.
1: You've known it was coming for a long time, but. It, with January comes and you get to uh, be recognized in the uh, Coaches Hall of Fame in Columbus. What does it specifically mean to you to be in a class that includes uh, so many great coaches, but includes the one that maybe is the closest to your heart in Lou Brunswick?
2: Yeah, that was a big part of uh, just the, the 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 whole week, the whole weekend of being there and and knowing that it, it, I represent. Coldwater and, and Lou Briswick, and the, the whole family that you know, with, with Mark and Jeff and Tom and Lou, everybody that's been supportive for, for many, many years of our program. And it just now that I've last 20 plus years been the person uh, run the program, but you know, it, it, it's a great feeling. But I know it's it, out of it alone. You got all the success of the past coaches, the current coaches. You know, my, my, my assistant coach has been great for me over the years. Hamel Garden and Corey clanky and Toby seafreen and just guys that have, have contributed a lot to helping us win. And I just happened to be lucky to be the head coach at a great program and our kids came to play well and our parents supported. But it was just a great feeling uh to go as a Coldwater cold water player, cold water graduate, quarter coach, you know, and then just to see the other people that are in that hall of fame and to see them and talk to them and just know that I kinda Reached the milestone for my career and in a very, very, very awesome eternity of coaches.
1: When you walk into Coldwater High School and you look at the Ring of Honor with Zach and Reese getting All Ohio last year, I mean, what's what's the amount of pride that swells up in you of just looking around and going, you know, we've we've had a pretty good run here. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. You
2: know, you you, you get too busy with your day to day stuff and you forget you know, to, to enjoy the successes. And and if you don't do that, you know, you kind of forget about it. So I think for us to walk into our facility and see the state championship banners and the Hall of Fame plaques and the, and the Hall of Fame um, people that have been on our Wall of Fame. So it, it's great to see, and, and we love to keep adding to that every year. And it's a better, you know, it, for our success to keep working. You know, last year, Zach was a first-team All-Stater. Reese was a second-team All-Stater. You know, was deserving of a first-team all-state player with his stats. Hopefully, he gets this year as a senior. But it's just, it's just great to know that the time we put into the, over the years and the success we have had and the part that we contributed to that. You, know, you see, all the players have been up there in the Wall of Fame and everything else is good people that have helped contribute to our success, the of our sports, and they're good people. So it's awesome to have that.
1: You've got uh, a pretty good core coming back this year. We talked. About Marcel, obviously about Reese. To have Adam Herko and Josh Kaut back, but who's the the new guys on this crew for this year that you kind of look at and go, okay, you know about the guys that we have that that I was mentioning, but watch out for these young men.
2: Well, I mean, we we, we had one more. You didn't mention that. Unfortunately, is out for the year of the knee injury. Luke Sudoff, who so last year started for us, at four hole and as a disgusting two, curveball. Yes, and unfortunately. He had an injury towards the end of football season that he's out uh, for the rest of this year. It's a big loss for us, and we have to kind of piece together uh, our pitching staff. So, you know, you mentioned Josh and Reese and Adam and, and Marcel, who are four core guys back, and you know, we got a few juniors and Evan Harlebert, uh, uh, Keegan Bergerman, and a couple two young sophomores in their boat. Uh, Harvard boys AJ and Braylon are twins. Look how that worked are, out. Yeah, so they're 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 definitely ready to contribute to our program, you know, with their strong young men and, and, and their good 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 speed if opposition. So we hope they're able to, to mature and, and step in those big shoot of plane on the big field and go for our chances to go. You know, we have Justin Kalp, Josh a younger brother also a pitcher a junior can play for us. So we have some pieces put together. We like our team. You know, we like how they're gonna compete and go get it. So it's a matter of, of our guys just continue to work every day and go to work.
1: There's a law in Coldwater, right, that says
2: you either have to
1: have a Helmogarn or a Harlemert on every baseball team.
2: Well, uh, last year we had a couple of those, so that 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 you new know, well may dry out soon. But if it's about. I think it's just a matter of the matter. Uh, the name on your shirt is the most important. Is the name on your front of your shirt that makes us better? So. Hopefully, uh, we continue to produce good players uh, throughout like, several years ago. You can come and you keep keep ha- having fun playing baseball. What are you most looking forward to about this season? You know, I mean, a lot of things. You want to see our, our kids get out there, you know, and just perform, and play well, and you want to see how they develop from from last spring to last summer and, and how they go this spring. So we go, We kind of our our motto this year is is to compete together. And I think that's something I want to see our guys just get that that team gel, that team camaraderie, and go compete. If you compete together for each other, for yourself, but for your, each other, I think the success has come.
1: Well, I'm excited to see what you guys can do. I love being able to get to the field to cover cold water baseball. You're always a great help to me. See, remember this later because this is where I say nice things about you. That's yeah, uh, I, but but for real though, I I love. What the community brings. I mean, you guys can have a Tuesday five o'clock game, a, a Mac game, or a Saturday afternoon game. It doesn't matter. Your fans show up. They're knowledgeable. They have fun. They hang out at the ballpark and they travel well. And that's something that unfortunately not every community can sack.
2: You're right. I mean, I think that's all part of the success of, of the Mac, really, and in Coldwater is, is we have great fan support, great families that support. Uh, the coaches and the players out there. So, you know, our administration has been great for many, many years helping us out. So it, it, it's a team thing. It's not about just one thing. It's not team. Everybody, cheats more together. So hopefully that can get you forward for our program, for our, our area, and for all of our schools.
1: You've got a folder in your desk that has all of these, right? You just flip through them and go, well, we haven't used these in six or seven years.
2: I don't know, maybe some of that comes back to me's memory and I find them here and there, but you know, it's just I think a part of what you said before, I've been on the block for a while, I guess I have. You think about, you know, I've been coaching for, you know, twenty five plus years and, and it's just the people you meet, the people you talk to, then you remember and, and sometimes it's just it's just about, you know, what the people you know, the relationships you build. I think that's part of education. is sometimes not about um how much you know it's how much you care. So Hopefully, you know, I, I can contribute that again for a few more years here. And and, and winning baseball games is is, is what people want to see. But I think what we like to do as coaches and, and teachers is is to develop, you know, young men, in, you know, on the field or in the classroom and have them be successful in life. So that's part of coaches is it, it, not winning losses, but helping kids achieve. So hopefully we do that again some more this year.
1: Realistically, you've got, what, another 10,
2: 15 years? We'll see. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I have no desire to to maybe to, to to beat Lou brunswick's record he's a great person i think he needs to uh, his, his, he's done so much to, for his program in his town more than I have so you know i have no desire to to uh, pass him in the wins and loss category so uh, i'm several hundred away so i don't foresee myself getting that many more so you know our program is strong and and we have good coaches and I think we have people that are ready to step into my shoes, by have to step out of these shoes. But right now I'm in there and so hopefully in twenty twenty two we have success and we produce a very, very good team out there again.
1: Hey, is that nerve wracking to know that he lives right across the street? I mean no, he's, it's not. he's he's watching
2: you at all times. That's good. I mean I, I think that's good. You, you know, you're supposed to be watching people, so can sure you doing the right thing and and so far I've never had, you know, lose that was the right thing. So it's a good thing that He's able to kind of watch out for us and and, and we, you know, guardian angel. Good, you know, he's still there, so you'd have him out there.
1: Well, you've got two hundred thirty nine wins to catch him. Uh, you yeah. average about twenty four wins a year, so about another decade.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thanks for that. Yeah, that's, that's I, good. I just thought I'd help out. You know.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, what is, how's
1: it going until I can't swing the fungo bat anymore? Maybe that might be an issue. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, then you just got to hire a guy.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> you got you got enough assistance. I mean, make garden do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, all right. Well, I I thank you again. I always enjoy our chats.
2: Yeah, good. Well, thank you, and we'll see you around the, the Bolaven soon, and hopefully the weather uh, comes back where it was yesterday and Sunday, and not like today. The March forecast is, but as part of spring, we inside outside practices and keep guys sharp and fresh. That was the hard part, but. We'll keep working on it. Thanks, Michael.
1: Hey, I don't care about the weather. I hide in the press box.
2: <laughs> you've got both well, heating
1: I, and cooling up there.
2: Uh, a couple of games you had last year that were a little cold. Say hey one for sure. Remember, I just no closed close the window. Here. Yeah,
1: I got. I got to find my daughter some orange and black. Then
2: there you go. All yeah. right,
1: that is the head coach at the uh, Coldwater High School in Brian Harleberg. Back with more here in uh, just a few. Check out the new Lincoln View Athletic website at lincolnviewathletics.org. Athletic booster meetings are held the second Monday of every month at 7 o'clock in the high school Newbrick Lecture Hall. The goal of Boosters is to enhance our student athletes' and coaches' lives by providing funding and programs that create community pride by developing leadership skills, teamwork, values, and sportsmanship. That's the Lincoln View Athletic Boosters. Find them online at lincolnviewathletics.com. And go Lancers! Talking up more about the spring and more about baseball, looking at the Northwest Conference and the uh, defending champion, Lincoln View Lancers, coming off a 24-9 and season and an 8-0 mark in the uh, NWC and a state title game loss to uh, Warren JFK. And Eric Fishpaw, it feels like, has maybe been at Lincoln View for quite a while.
3: Yeah, so this is uh, year eight, season seven, if you will, uh, with the COVID year. Um, you get to count that in your paycheck, though, right? I hope so. I hope so. I, it's bi-weekly, so we just we just direct deposit as we go. But uh, what a great community to to teach in, to work in. Um, we always compliment our, our Middle Point Ballpark um, as one of our successes, and we always compliment you know our junior high program, which is a school sponsored sport. So we're very tight knit, you know, all the way down. We're a through twelve building and uh we're kind of the k-12 uh baseball for program which we uh appreciate
1: well i know that i absolutely love doing games in middle point and uh i remember last year there are not very many places you guys played minster kind of right before the tournament and i remember having a ton of bags and thinking why did they build this park so far away from the school and then just looking over and realizing oh there's a nice gentleman here with a golf cart. You don't get that everywhere
3: <laughs> we have we have a couple gentlemen that love to transport you know uh media uh umpires um maybe someone that has trouble walking uh Mr. Gary Hurdle and bulldog panda are kind of our uh um community leaders and our that like the show gives a good example of what being a lancer is like and uh yeah, they're they're great for our community and out of their ballpark for the, for our baseball and softball games.
1: And that was always a funny thing to me was, uh ah, don't mind the dog.
3: Yeah, don't mind Panda. She doesn't bite. She does love to go after basketball in the gym. She does. If it's coming out of bounds, she'll go for it. Absolutely. But uh, baseball, softball, she is more chill.
1: That was the other funny thing, too. I'm glad that you brought that up because during uh, basketball season this year, I was over there a handful of times. And I remember sending a Snapchat to my wife of him walking through with the dog. Nobody wearing blue or gold is even remotely phased by this. They're just smiling and carrying on. And my wife texts me back of what is happening here? I said, that that's just Lincoln View, apparently.
3: That's just Lincoln View. That's just Panda. That's it. Gary, um, can't say enough about Gary. He is such a great supporter of Lincoln View athletics, um, whether it's financially, um, or if it's supportive uh, being in all their games, uh, Gary is a, an icon and uh, so supportive. Great, young, great guy in our community.
1: I know in a lot of ways right now, as we get to baseball season, the end of the winter and kind of the winding down of some things, this is a very, very busy time for you personally.
3: It is. Um, it is. Uh, you know, being the assistant athletic director at Lincoln View and, Hosting, uh, you know, a junior high Northwest Girls Conference tournament. Hosting a Division three girls sectional tournament. Starting uh, baseball practices. Um, you know, trying to be a family man. On top of that, um, it is a busy time, and it's it's one that we embrace. You know, our, our family um, knows these things, knows that this is a busy time for us, and uh, it's very. It's also a very exciting time because um, baseball is, you know been very important in our in our family for a long time and kind of how my wife and I got together is through baseball and uh, yeah looking forward to a great uh, hopefully weather um, filled spring and uh, looking forward to it
1: Thankfully you didn't have to cook the tacos in the media room for the uh, basketball tournament
3: that's right all compliments of middle point firehouse pizza not me
1: God bless them because everything I got from there was amazing. It's a little too far away from Finley for Uber, apparently.
3: Sure, sure. No Uber eats to Finley, (laughs) but uh, if you're in the area, check out uh, Firehouse Pizza for sure out of Middle Point.
1: Uh, This year, a little bit different uh, in that, obviously, you lost a really, really good player, but you also happen to be returning a really, really good player.
3: Yes, we lost seven total good seniors from last year, and uh, all of them played an important role whether they was on the field or it was in the dugout and, and all of them accepted their role, which was the most important to our success last year. Um, you know, sometimes it, it's hard for a 17 or 18 year old young man to accept his or her role. if You know, he or she is not on, on the playing field. Um, and that was not an issue last year. Um, and that was, that was wholeheartedly our success. Um, you know we lose we lose Colin Overholt who um, is having great success at Ashland this year is cracking the lineup as a freshman has a fastball to ninety three when he's on the mound um, you have Cree Jesse who's playing basketball at Bluffton you have uh, Aaron Cavender who's on our current staff helping out with JV uh, you have Clayton Lee you have Aaron Cavender Carson. Bowen, um Adam Berryman, great seniors great senior leadership we had last year um and, and we miss them dearly, but they set kind of a precedent um in our program that you know nobody is bigger than the program the program is the biggest thing, and playing in it is um you know you know is is a, um, a priority and and uh, so we're looking forward to this year kids stepping up we had a great off season. Um, you know, we had kids almost 99, hundred percent off season attendance and they're hungry and they want to take up, step up and take these spots. And we're really excited to see what happens with that.
1: I know, uh, last year we talked a lot on the run to the state finals with that semifinal game and the two one win over uh, Lucasville Valley. I just marvel at, at how that game goes. I mean, only five combined hits. You guys have three errors. You're able to work through. Landon Price gives up a rare run. How many years did that take off your life? Or I guess it's it's the gray hair theory.
3: You know that being in that moment in the dugout was awesome. You know, being a 32 year old head coach, uh, having assistants that are the same age as us, you just kind of developing the program, you know, over the past few years and, and seeing just seeing the kids take ownership of their play. Um, you know, being zero zero in the top of the seventh and, and having landed on the mound, it's whenever landing's on the mound, it's like, okay, we're gonna we're probably going to win today. And uh we kind of just had that feeling in the dugout and even when things got tight, um we just we just knew that they were gonna let their play do the work and um was thankful to bus through for two in the top of the seventh there. And, uh, you know, having landed on the mound, you know, he's a competitor. He's a leader. He is so mentally tough with everything that he does, whether it's in the classroom or physically in the gym. Um, We knew that when he's on the mound, uh, he's going to give us a really good chance to win that baseball game. So even though the hairline is receding early, uh, I don't know if it was due to that game or not,
1: I uh, I can't remember but maybe one performance that I've seen in the high school level where a pitcher dominated a lineup one time through 37 pitches. He strikes out the first nine guys. The first inning, everybody went by looking because he was just able to go inside, outside. It just that one kind of uh, fluke ball on the error in the fourth, the sack bunt, and then the strikeout there had to be a time where uh, if you use the adage until he gives up that single to Carter nickel to open the sixth of please don't anybody talk to him. Let him be as far in his head as he can be.
3: Yeah. Let Landon Price be Landon Price and um, what better, better battle mate than Colin Overhaul behind the, the plate um, to compliment him. Um, I was just reading a, an article in a video tonight about let your best athletes be your catcher and uh, at the youth level. And and how true is that? You know, a guy like Colin can pitch catch play shortstop and steal bases and and all sorts of things. And, um, you got a guy on the mound that uh, wholeheartedly trust him to throw any fastball or breaking ball in any count. And he was going to block it or frame it or whatever he needed to do or take out a runner coming home from third, you know, whatever he needed to do. And, um, yeah those guys are special guys. Um, we wish Colin the best of luck in college and um, very excited to see what uh Carson Fox can do for us behind the dish this year. Um, you know Carson was behind the dish when Colin would pitch and uh, I think Carson is gonna have a really special year for us this year. Well,
1: and it, it was kind of a crazy thing with Colin because you guys trust him to do so much. How much were you? I want to say kind of freer from a coaching perspective of letting him maybe choose between he and Landon Price what they would throw, or was that we just don't want to micromanage the two of them?
3: Sure. Good question, uh, Mike. And of our, let's see, 35 games last year, um, when Colin caught, I would say 20 of our games were less than 90 minutes because I don't call pitches when, when Colin's catching or Landon's pitching. I just don't. Um, the efficiency of them calling the pitch, making the delivery within you know 13 seconds was such a rhythm and such a pattern that I, I don't call pitches. I let them do their thing, and we had so many umpires say, man, We we just finished that game in an hour and 19 minutes, or, or you know the state semifinal game I think was an hour and nine minutes, and uh, I think that's due to the efficiency of the pitcher and the catcher being on the same page.
1: Yeah, I had it 117 for the semis, and 148 for the finals. I mean, that's still pretty quick when you consider the fact that it's a 2-1 and a 4-0 game.
3: Sure, sure. Just efficiency, get the ball, get on the mound, get your signal, and go. Um, We're not disrupting any kind of timing with hitters. Uh, The pitcher on the mound is in control and and let those guys go to work.
1: Now, with this year, you've got uh, Landon and Dane right up at the top, and I remember seeing uh, Dane a handful of times last year and just marveling at his curveball. of uh, I think him and uh, one of the kids from uh, Luke Sidall from Coldwater I actually told coach Harlem at this it's a shame that he's out for the year because he and Dane Ebel have probably the two best curveballs of any teams that I've seen lately.
3: Yes, Dane uh, Dane has been doing a great job. He's worked really hard all offseason. He goes to shout out to Hybrid Performance out of Paulding and um Garrett Stoller, they do a phenomenal job with several several of our athletes. You know, at five thirty six a.m., and they're constantly four or five days a week going up to Paulding working on it. Hybrid, and um, I, I think Dane's Dane's off speed is is exceptional um, to complement his 86 mile hour fastball early in in March. And uh, I'm really impressed with Dane's mental presence on the mound. Um, you know, not playing as a freshman due to COVID um, playing as a sophomore against some very, very top, top tier non-conference opponents, such as, uh, Parkway, uh, LCC, um, various, you know, his record as a sophomore pitcher, number three did not, um, exempt what kind of pitcher he is. So now starting it or stepping into the number two role and getting our conference games, again, our getting our, um, tournament games, um, I've I've been very impressed so far with his demeanor on the mound, uh, mentally, and that's going to take us uh, going to take us miles.
1: You guys have uh, the old joke about uh, the NBA is the San Antonio Spurs go on the rodeo road trip every year. You guys have the reverse of the rodeo road trip, where it seems like the entire first half of April you play all these games, but you get to play them at home.
3: Yeah, yeah, very heavy loaded. Uh, the beginning of the schedule. How many was that? Seven and eleven days. Seven and eleven. We'll take that. I hope that our field is ready to play. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, you know, we start off against Paulding, which is now a non-conference team. Really Still good team. Weird. They, yes, it does. They joined the Green Meadows Conference, but we wanted to keep them on the schedule. Being twenty minutes away and knowing that they're a good team, Coach Ben Barton does a great job over there. And then uh, you know the next day we play Van Wert and Charlie Witten and Jeremy Kitson do a phenomenal job with Van Wert Division Two that's always in the mix. And uh, you know then we I think we play Dubai next and Fort Jennings who's always improving nice. getting numbers up and doing a fantastic job. And um, I think we end that week with Antwerp who you know is probably a top ten Division Four team and um, you know, right off the bat we're playing really good teams and. You know, beginning of March, and it's it's great. You know, we want to play good teams, whether we drop them or not, non conference. We want to be battle tested and, and come middle of May. We want to have seen the the best pitchers in our area and and uh, be able to compete mentally in the tournament.
1: I feel like you just grabbed a uh, book of every uh, school in the state of Ohio and just started ripping out A's because you go Antwerp, Ayersville, Ada, all right in a row.
3: Antwerp, Ayersville, Ada, yes. And we're always good. is my alma mater. I, I know they got a good team this year with number one Blake Halstein that's got a fastball up to 88 and a good team. Um, ADA conference opponent Northwest conference coach Campbell does a good job over there. yeah, we're looking forward to this season playing baseball one game at a time. Um, we always tell the kids you know after a historic season last year it's the same book but it's a different chapter okay like this is your chapter in our program and um, we don't want to get caught up in the 2021 season and the success of that. That was great. Phenomenal. Um, But this is your time to shine in 2022.
1: You know, you might be one of the only teams that plays enough games to qualify for three league titles, right? Because you play enough against nearly the entire Putnam County league and pretty much all the Mac in addition to playing the NWC.
2: Yep.
3: Mac, you know, Mac is the best of the best. And, you know, I think over the years we've added Coldwater, we've added Parkway, we've added Minster. Um, you know, we we play our North, Northwest Conference schedule, which we've added a good lipstick team. Crestview is always good. Coach Wharton is going to have their guys ready. Uh, I think Braden Sauter is doing a phenomenal job at um, at Columbus Grove. You know, just getting guys bought in into his system and his leadership and um you know coach Doug Geary does a phenomenal job at, at Jefferson always has these guys ready to play so NWC is always tough and, and the PCL as well I mean can't can't talk enough about the PCL guys you know coach uh, coach Ernstberger coach Peaster I think we had a new guy at Continental this year which I'm excited to see what he does and uh yeah it's gonna be fun uh fun non-conference games when we're out playing our NWC games
1: you're on a lot of folks' radar. You go to Defiance on April 16th. You play Defiance at Defiance and then turn around and play Ottawa Hills. Kind of a lot of those, you go to Defiance, you feel like you're in a showcase all the time kind of things. But, I mean, how are you with your, in that transition where the last couple of years you've gone from being a hunter when uh, overhauled and a price for younger guys, a freshman, sophomore, to now you've built the program to a certain level of, you're everybody's bullseye.
3: Yeah, I think I think people sometimes see the polls and they you know, they think they don't mean much and, and they're overrated and I would agree to a certain extent because everybody's zero and zero right now, but I think what a what an honor for our program that someone thinks that highly of us to give us, you know, twenty of the twenty eight first place votes around the state. Um, regardless if you're northwest or southwest, central. Um, I think that's just uh, that's awesome. You know, it's a credit to the current guys we have. I think it's a, a credit to uh, past guys that we've had in our program. And I think it's just um, an honor and um, uh, a commitment of, of our our successes over the past years. And um, Do we see as a bullseye? Maybe a little bit, as Coach Harlem said. He you know, texted me a few days ago about, congratulations on the ranking and, you know, bullseye's on your back now.
2: He would know. Which,
3: yeah. Yeah, he would know. Uh, one of the best coaches in Ohio. And uh, I, I look up to him immensely. And, uh, you know, why wouldn't you want to be number one? You know, the people that say, well, I wish we were ranked number two. <laughs> I, I think we're all striving to be number one. And uh, and what a what a great um, elevator, if you will, for Especially indoor practice. <laughs> this week we're back indoors. You know what a great reminder, guys. You know we we're preseason rank number one. We got to work harder inside. We have to. We have to. We cannot go through the motions. We cannot um, be laxer goal. We have to give our best effort. Every practice, every scrimmage, every game. Enjoy the journey. And uh, life goes too fast for for us to just pass every single day by.
1: I I really honestly thought you were going to quote Ferris Bueller. No. Sometimes you got to slow down and watch for a little bit.
3: Sometimes you do. Slow Uh, down and watch it.
1: We talked before we went on about uh, your game, kind of, again, showcase games where a lot of folks get to figure out what Lincoln View is in the middle of the season in Dayton, sort of in jeopardy. uh, You should get like a hotline or like a Twitter where, hey, if somebody wants to come play us in Dayton, just hit me up.
3: We'll play anyone. We'll play anyone right now. We're scheduled for March, or sorry. April 30th in Dayton. Uh, I think it's a 1 o'clock game. We can't find any opponent. It says we've 11 a.m., I believe you. Yeah, 11 a.m., 1 o'clock, we'll show up p.m., whatever there. it is. Yeah, yeah. we would just like to play someone at Dayton. So if anybody okay. out there is listening, we like to play.
1: You got nine guys in a school. We don't care. Hit me up. Let's play ball. <laughs> sure, why not? Uh, thank you so much. I, I really look forward to getting to see you guys this season.
3: I appreciate it, Mike. You do a fantastic job for athletes all across the board, not just baseball, not just spring sports, but fall, winter, spring, doesn't matter. You do a fantastic fantastic job, and uh, we appreciate you.
1: Checks in the mail. That's the head coach of the number one ranked team in Division Four in the Lincoln View Lancers and Eric Fishpaw. Even more coming up here in just a couple of minutes.
0: Tony's on Main Street in Ottawa, home of the Titan Burger and, if you're really hungry, the Cow Tipper. Tony's grounds their hamburger meat each day. Each patty is fresh and never frozen and not cooked until you order it. Don't forget to add some of the great sides like French fries, pickle fries, and their great breaded mushrooms. While you're there, you can't forget to get some of their great ice cream, ice cream treats, and frozen yogurt. Tony's on Main Street in Ottawa, making burger history since 1962.
1: Full disclosure, I went to uh, Tony's a couple of days ago on uh, my way to go do some things, and uh, I still love the chicken nuggets. (laughs) I know that burgers are the thing, and I get a double cheeseburger because it's phenomenal as well. But for me, they have the best chicken nuggets, which... I may have referred to by another company's name. My wife pointed that out. Around. Uh, If you don't believe that, you can hit me up. We'll argue about it. Uh, I'll let you buy me some chicken nuggets. Big thank you, by the way, to Troy Yant, the uh, head basketball coach for Ottawa Glendorf. They had uh, their banquet a couple of nights ago, and he was nice enough to say some things about me and uh, his checks in the mail. But one of the nicest guys. uh, I I love being able to interact with Coach and uh, all the girls. They had a tremendous season that came a uh, loss in the regional finals, but uh, November's not that far away. Basketball is on the back burner for now. We've got high school baseball, softball, lacrosse, track and field. Take a breath. We're getting ready for the run through spring. It really is a sprint because everything is in such a condensed thing before we get to June. That's not that far away. It's April now that this show's over. Go outside. Soak up the sunshine. Please find me on Facebook at Around the Hearn on the Facebook and on Twitter at Michael Hearn PVP. Let me know what you think of the show. And a big thank you to Coach Arlmer and Coach Fishball for being on the show as well. That's what I've got for Around the Hearn. Have a great night and even better tomorrow. And be
0: good to one another. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of Around the Hearn. Come back next week for more local stories from the NWO. But until then, be sure to follow us on Twitter at PBP for more great area content.